Kia ora and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. It is Tuesday the 17th of August. Today I wanted to focus on the area of how we open up our economy and our society to the rest of the world and what sort of tough decisions are going to have to be made because I think last week's reconnecting to the world forum and the discussions around it haven't really got to the core of the issue and that is in the rest of the world everyone else has given up on elimination we're the only one pretty much now that's a fantastic position to be in uh, uh, with a we have a beautiful cage but how do we eventually open up the cage in a way that we're comfortable with and I don't think the government really answered that question last week in part because stuff changes all the time and they want to keep their options open but uh, we're now seeing some internal contradictions with that strategy here's what i'm talking about so the idea is that we give everyone a chance to vaccinate when we say everyone or adults a chance to vaccinate this year and then in the first quarter of next year we start quietly loosening the miq restrictions there is in theory a trial of home isolation uh, for business travelers which i don't think anyone seriously believes will be turned into something real or substantial because we know what happened last time when we had home isolation and what has happened overseas with home isolation schemes they always get broken and the Delta variant is just so explosive that um, just one uh, lapse is enough to uh, send New Zealand into all sorts of grief. We've seen in Australia where one limo driver taking people to their MIQ facilities from the airport in Sydney was enough to trigger the latest outbreak. Didn't help that uh, Sydney didn't have very hard lockdowns to start with, but right now it is out of control. They had over 400 cases for the last three or four days running and uh, in Australia now they're talking about the end of trying to eliminate they're talking about living with the virus and they are also giving up on herd immunity as are most people around the world because with the infectiousness of Delta you have to get well over 90% to get herd immunity so um, long run to uh, survive uh, in the world and be part of it you have to vaccinate obviously as many people as you can and ensure that any outbreaks are not going to damage or overwhelm your system too much so the big issue here which i don't think people have thought about or understood is the vaccination of children so at the moment new zealand uh, has provisional approval to vaccinate people aged from 12 to 15 that's what the international uh, uh, research shows is possible. You're already seeing that in many other countries and Cabinet no doubt will shortly in the next week or two approve a vaccination program for 12 to 15 year olds, which could be done relatively quickly given they will go to school, you'd hope. Uh, but there is another problem. That is, particularly in Māori and Pacifica communities, which again are younger than the rest of the population, there is already a lag in the vaccination rates. It's difficult to get access uh, to public services for um, many in those communities. And Dr. Rawari Jansen, who I've interviewed before, 
has already started calling for much more aggressive uh, government moves to vaccinate that group to ensure that Māori are not uh, um, uh, hurt in particular when the inevitable outbreak happens. But 0 to 12 is an area that we're now seeing overseas where people are getting COVID. So the initial idea with COVID, at least the initial variants, was that the young didn't get it much and also weren't spreading it. And therefore, you didn't have to worry too much about them getting vaccinated. But with Delta, the young are getting it and they are spreading it. And in various places, you're starting to see pediatric ICUs being overwhelmed, particularly in America. And uh, that poses some tough questions for us because we've got lots of vulnerable kids, more than half of our kids are now living in private rentals. Um, they're living in communities without the same sort of access to public health services. We only have one paediatric ICU centre in New Zealand. That's at Auckland Starship Hospital, and it is already full up. So in the last two or three days, I've had various exchanges and discussions with people who um, deal with the paediatric um, care areas in New Zealand and it's clear that we just don't have the facilities to cope with an outbreak amongst 0 to 12 year olds. I also asked the Prime Minister at yesterday's post-cabinet news conference about this issue. Can we really reopen the borders before all of our children are vaccinated? And uh, her answer was the plan is to open up once all the adults are vaccinated but we're waiting for more research from overseas. And I followed up by saying, really, can we open up before everyone's vaccinated? And she went on to cite a uh, immunologist who appeared at the forum who essentially suggested that we couldn't open up until everyone had a chance to be vaccinated, including the kids. And that's an issue because the rest of the world hasn't really started vaccinating 0 to 12 year olds. The um, research isn't back in yet on whether it's safe and effective. And uh, that's a problem. We're also seeing in the likes of Israel, where everyone thought, right, they've got the highest vaccination rates. They vaccinated the earliest they can open up. No, with Delta, they're having to close back down again because of high hospitalization and death rates. They're having dozens of people die each day, including many who have been vaccinated. So there are bait breakthrough infections going on. What this all says is that, A, we can't expect to have herd immunity as a reasonable aim, given the infectiousness of these Delta variants. Essentially, the more infectious a variant becomes, the higher your vaccination rate is to get some sort of herd immunity. And now various people are talking about 90% plus for uh, uh, herd immunity levels with Delta. Not to mention, of course, there'll be new variants and uh, so far, the vaccines seem reasonably effective against the various variants, but who knows what happens next. And uh, also the idea that uh, you can have elimination about the only place in the world now where it seems to be possible is New Zealand. That means you can only do it with very, very, very hard borders. And that's, of course, creating all sorts of grief at the moment for all sorts of People are trying to reach family members, reunify, go to funerals, um, be with loved ones before they die, uh, all sorts of issues. And then there's the economic issues, 
lot of importers and exporters uh, have not had a chance to meet face-to-face -face or, or do the sort of on-the-ground work you need to do with buyers and suppliers and investors to um, expand their operations overseas or um, do whatever they need to do. You can only do so much on Zoom. And, you know, for a lot of these businesses, they were hoping they could get their people out into the world reasonably soon and know that they could be able to come back. Well, at the moment, because of the shortages in MIQ, that's not possible. The question also is, you know, why don't we just increase the number of um, MIQ spaces? Well, the government is saying we don't have enough facilities that are effective now against the uh, uh, e-transmitted um, variants of, of COVID. Uh, um, you really just can't throw anyone into any hotel. Secondly, we just don't have the not just the facilities, but the workers to expand MIQ. And um, of course, the more MIQ facilities you have, the higher the just the natural risk that there will be a uh, a breakout from those facilities or an accidental transmission. We've seen it in the past. We're sort of lucky, really. It hasn't happened yet with Delta. And so um, that's the government's concern. And of course, the longer this goes on, the more pain there is for people trying to get into MIQ. Uh, a lot of people are now, you know, spending days and days trying to uh, log in and get the few spots that turn up. And uh, you know, even yesterday when the government said it was going to use 37 of its uh, contingency, the government's own contingency for its own purposes, you know, that raises the question that's 37 other people who can't get in um so this is um the pressures are really building here to open up now the government is currently saying yep we're looking at opening up in the first quarter but they're not saying mm, actually if we're really serious about it we can't open up until everyone's vaccinated and we've also improved our healthcare systems to deal with the inevitable outbreaks and this is the guts of it I think that the government and business and the whole society are not having this real hard debate about when the tipping point is. When is that threshold beyond which you just say, say we need to open up because we're ready to deal with the outbreaks that are happening. And everyone, including um, all children, have had a chance to vaccinate. Uh, because remember, there will be a large number of people who have medical reasons not to vaccinate. They are immunosuppressed or whatever the reasons are. Not everyone is a hardcore um, vaccine hesitant refusalist. So um, that will be the question. Meanwhile, are we doing enough, for example, to ramp up our health facilities and our ICU beds to handle the inevitable um, outbreaks when they happen? don't see too many signs of that and for me uh, one of the key metrics is the number of pediatric ICU beds uh, they are all at Starship they're already filled up and uh, that would be a problem so uh, over the next six months or so the government will buy, has bought itself some time in part by offering up this um, distraction of a uh, home isolation trial which I don't think will go anywhere and uh, is hoping that it can buy itself some time and that maybe things settle down overseas. Luckily for New Zealand, Australia, well, not luckily for Australia, but luckily for New Zealand's uh, situation, the bubble with Australia has been shut down and it's clearly not going to be reopened at all until um, we, we know what we're going to do next year. 
But for those people who are hoping that the vaccination plan, thresholds, reconnection strategy thingy would actually give them some certainty or have a realistic prospect of an opening up, it's now clear that's not the case. And the hard decisions have still not been taken. And uh, we will see over the next six months the government have to take those hard decisions. Okay, elsewhere in the news this morning, uh, we're all gearing up for tomorrow's rate hike from the Reserve Bank. Um, there is a Wall Street Journal exclusive overnight which talks about the US Federal Reserve um, not beginning to finish its money printing. Remember, it's still money printing. We've stopped until the middle of next year. Uh, also, there are concerns about the Chinese economy. Uh, numbers out last night showing uh, industrial production growing at a slower rate than expected and also retail sales growing at a slower rate than expected. Uh, also, some slightly concerning numbers out of the US economy with industrial production and people are still in shock after a very, very weak, like 11 year low level for consumer sentiment in the US. It seems that the Delta outbreaks have really hit consumer confidence hard in America and that will be one to watch. It seems amazing to think that, you know, in the midst of uh, our government deciding to stay locked down, really hard lockdown of our society, or at least our borders until early next year, and that there are concerns again about a slowing global economy that the Reserve Bank is going to hike interest rates here. Everyone seems to think they will, and I can see how they, they will do it. Whether they should is another issue. That'll be um, tomorrow. Watch out for that. Okay, that was the Dawn Chorus on the um, 17th of August. It's a Tuesday. I'm Bernard Hickey. And for me, it is vaccination day. The first shot. I get it later this morning. Wish me luck, everyone. I'm sure I'll be fine. And, uh, and uh, we look forward to my second shot in six weeks' time. Because I'm old. 54. So I'm um, eligible. Kakite anō. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus on the Kaka. <laughs>